Blog Talk Radio. Ramachandran Ladner, and you're listening to Pam and Don. Hello, and welcome to our brand new show, Tuning Into TV, and I'm Dawn Mack. And I'm Pam, her host, <laughs> colleague, and friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, you are all those things and more. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I have to say, we are thrilled to bring to you what we hope will be another great show. Now, if you have followed Pam and I for any period of time, then you know we both co-host Christmas Movie Spotlight, and we just wrapped up season, season four to round out 2022, and it was a wonderful season. We had 34 interviews, and there's more about that you can learn on our Christmas Movie Spotlight podcast, but... We are excited. We're bringing you a brand new show. It's Tuning Into TV, and uh, we'll kind of tell you a little bit about what it is and what we're going to be doing, but we're very, very excited, and we're Pam and I are just so thrilled about what's to come, and so on that note, Pam, so how are you, and, and did you have a great holiday? How have you been? I'm telling you, you know, it's that whole thing, the whole work up to get to that one day that is over in 30 seconds, basically. That, so true? <laughs> that is so true. Like, I, I mean, my family thing was not until the day after Christmas. So the whole weekend was just really low key, you know, while everybody else was celebrating. So yesterday was kind of my day. So it was like Christmas, or I shouldn't say yesterday. It was the day after rather. And, and so honestly, uh, the following day after that, I was just white. It was just like, because you build up, it's so much hype, it's so much build up. And for you and I, we had a lot more going on than just getting ready for the holiday season. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, so I don't know. I, I just was like, it's just like coming down off of a high and you just hit that low because you're exhausted. You've been full speed ahead for so long and all of a sudden you realize that you don't have to be at full speed ahead. It's kind of like your body comes crashing to a halt. A sudden yeah, it's halt. like a sugar crash. It's a right. sugar crash. You exactly. Know? You, you have that that Mars bar or whatever your candy is right? that you like to eat, and then, you know, you're feeling all good and dancing around the room, and then the next minute, you know, you're like, hey, wait a minute, I'm exhausted. What's going on here? Oh, you know? and, and I have to share a funny story. So, like, you know, it's the day after all the celebration is over. I go to bed, and then I'm awakened at like one thirty, and my smoke alarm is going off. But it's not going off because there's a fire. It's because my battery is dying, and it's just trying to alert me that it's time to change the battery. And my smoke alarms are, are located in vaulted ceilings, so there was no way I could get up there, shut it off, throw it out the window, anything. So for most of the night, I was up dealing with, that annoying chirping sound. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had the crash. Oh, well, and then I was 
got to bed and said, oh, finally I could go to sleep. And then I was rudely awakened. So, you know, it, it's like <laughs> uh-huh. there's two running things. on that adrenaline, right? <laughs> yeah. There's two things I have to say about that. One is thank God there wasn't a fire, okay? And Very two, true. I could not have lasted a whole night with that like you did. I would have been like, all right, everybody, pack up. I'm going to a motel or hotel <laughs> well, you or know, whatever. We're out of here. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. I have hardwired fire alarms. So what happens is when the battery, anybody that has this probably knows this, but when the battery's dying, it'll start chirping, and it'll chirp at thirty in 30-second 30 intervals. And it'll do it for a couple of minutes, and then it'll stop. So you think, oh, good, 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 it's done. Oh, no, the next hour it starts again, but for a few minutes it does it for more. And it's only every 30 seconds. It'll do a little chirp, and my cat's going crazy. I'm like... Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. Rosie, yeah. We could do the whole show on that alone because the antics of that was hilarious, and it's fixed now, thankfully. But, yeah, so you're coming down off the sugar high, as you mentioned. You're ready to crash, you think, and then you're rudely awakened by that. So I hope that you had a peaceful night's sleep after you came down off of your sugar crystal uh, high. <laughs> I think I had a little bit more peaceful night than you did, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I think so. I'm glad. You know, I mean, if one of us had to suffer, I'm glad it was me and not you. But still, it's uh, like awakening is never fun. But anyhow, we survived it. We're good to go. So my hopefully my smoke alarms will be okay now so and like yeah. you said the upside is there was no fire just the right. battery was dying so anyway but uh but yeah we are i'm excited about what's to come this season we're moving into a brand new year happy new year everyone by the way and um hope you you had a big big holiday season and now you're kind of recovering from maybe new year's eve or you're just you know glad to just have some downtime after the holidays that little time in between and uh and so we are just thrilled to have you here to um welcome you in to our brand new show that we hope you'll stay with us throughout and and pam do you want to kind of give the listeners a little bit of an overview of what we're going to be doing and what this is all about well there's I mean, with us just starting out, there's not a whole lot to tell yet other than we are going to be bringing you interviews with some of your favorite actors and actresses, some some of your favorite TV shows and movies, both past and present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and by the way, we just launched our website, so if you get a chance, go check it out. Um, if you followed us on Christmas Movie Spotlight, you'll kind of recognize um, the layout to, to a point where we wanted to kind of keep things in the same branding vein, but check it out. It's tuning in to the number two, tv.com, tuning in to tv.com, and uh, you'll be able to see some some great things that we've got posted already, and um, and soon you'll be able to see who our first guest is going to be. But today we are so excited to bring you a great interview that we have lined up with the incredibly talented Covey Ramachandran Ladner. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was wonderful to speak with. Um, I'm so, so excited to watch her on the NCIS LA, which is her second season uh, of being on there, and what a great time because we have the, the NCIS crossover events coming up mm-hmm. when when she's in the uh, when she's in the episodes. So that's going to be really exciting. Can't wait for it. 
Yeah, and we are so honored to bring you our first interview for tuning into TV with Covey Ramachandran Ladner. Enjoy the show. Hello, Covey, and welcome to our show today. We are so excited to speak with you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're very welcome. We hope that you had a wonderful holiday. I did, I did, I did. And you, I hope so, too. We had a great holiday. Even though it was, Christmas was extremely cold with snow, we made it through. <laughs> that was a good thing. <laughs> where Where are you guys? I'm in Chicago. Uh, Dawn is in, in North Carolina. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I am in Los Angeles, and it was like... <laughs> 80 degrees yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, even Dawn was having... <laughs> even, even Dawn was having weather close to mine, and that's extremely unusual. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. I, the joke is I, I told my friends and my daughter, I was like, I would have to be paid a lot of money to live anywhere else at this point. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, we all have to deal with something weather-wise. So, you know, as long as we're together with family and friends during the holidays, that's all that matters. Absolutely. So one question that we always like to ask all of our guests, because we get such interesting Mm -hmm. answers and sometimes really funny, um, would you share with us when and how you decided to become an actress? Yes. um, When I was five years old, actually, I was watching um, the the Jungle Book with my mom, and it was at my elementary school, and, you know, the bleachers that you have, like, that are for assemblies and stuff that were up, and we had a huge screen the size of the stage, and, um, and I really loved the movie. I enjoyed it, but at the very end, a little girl comes out with a pot on her head, and she sings... And she doesn't really even have a name until line, uh, I keep saying line book, but that has Jungle Book too. Um, her name is Shanti, but she comes out singing. And I had never seen anyone on American television or film who looked like me. And I looked at my mom and I said, that's what I want to do. And I've known that ever since then. And the interesting thing about that is that decades later, my daughter, uh, Lila Ladner, um, end up being the first South Asian uh, female Disney character as Mira, Your- Mira Royal Detective is a Disney animated series. So it was like full circle, full circle moment. Oh, no doubt about it. And, um, and actually that is something we were wanting to ask you about is, you know, yeah. being a mentor to your daughter, Leela, um, and her mm-hmm. making history in that way, what was the biggest piece of advice that you gave her before she decided to embark on an acting career? Um, yeah, you know, she um, grew up watching me do this, you know, so it was something that she was always privy to, you know, the ups and the downs of it. Um, you know, she had the opportunity to do this much younger um, and wasn't showing, um, like, she, she loved doing theater, but didn't really particularly like auditioning and things like that. And, and so I was just very clear with her, you know, until she was really ready to, or unless she, if she wanted to really pursue it, that I would support her, but that it was, you know, her education was to me more important 
than that. So when she came to me and said that she really wanted to focus on it, um, I told her that, you know, if the right opportunity came, then I would support her. Um, but all along the way, I, you know, instilled in her what I've kind of had to instill in myself was that, you know, what's meant for you is meant for you. And you can't have your identity based on work. Um, you know, you do it for the love of it. And, um, and you know, there's just really being very real about what this is. You know, there are a lot of no's. And she's young and has had a lot of yeses, you know, and, 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 uh, and a big yes. You know, her first job was near a royal detective. But um, I think that's the most important thing. And it's not just her, to other young people that I mentor and talk to. You know, it's like I think it's very important to ground yourself in, in things that are important to you, you know, and, um, and to find joy in the day-to-day. Because as an actor, you're um, not always going to be working, you know. Part of your job is waiting. Part of your job is auditioning. Um, and, you know, if you, if you are only happy when you're working, you're not going to have a very happy life. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, like I said, she, she got the benefit of seeing that up close and personal, the ups and the downs. And, you know, there are many more downs than there are ups. And um, so I think that was probably the biggest gift that she got, you know, um, witnessing that. But also perseverance. You know, I, I love what I do with every ounce of my being. Um, she's the only thing I love more than um, acting. And, um, and so she saw what it takes to sustain a decade and you know I've been in the industry for almost 30 years um and so hopefully she'll be able to carry that with her as she you know as she journeys forth in her at the beginning of her career that's excellent advice and I think that can be used by anybody that's starting in uh acting you know in the entertainment business that goes across the board but as a as a South Asian actress and producer, how do you feel Asians are being represented represented now versus, like, say, 10 years ago, um, especially for Asian women? Yeah, I mean, look, we have to celebrate the wins. There's definitely more representation, more varied representation. Um, you know, Asian doesn't just mean East Asian now. It's also South Asian and Southeast Asian and everything else. So, you know, having... Um, more people represented, and not just in front of the camera, but behind the camera, um, you know, is, is fantastic, you know. And, I, you know, when I started, there were so few people. I mean, I was part of, there were maybe seven or eight of us that were working, um, you know, in the 90s, and uh, even that wasn't very much. Um, so, you know, there are so many more of us now. It's extraordinary. But, um you know, there's there's still a lot there's still a lot of uh, movement that we need to make, and so, you know, I can celebrate the wins, and I think it's very important for us to acknowledge that you know things have changed, but um, but I think we still have a long way to go, you know, and it's uh, I think part of it is that we, um, you know, there was a time where everything was very stereotyped, and now it's a little less stereotyped. Are kind of stuck into having to play the ethnicities that they, they are. So it just, it was kind of going on the other side of the pendulum. And I think it's trying to find a balance because as an actor, you want to be able to act and not have it be necessarily dictated by, 
you know, where you're from or, you know, your ethnicity or any of that stuff. And so, you know, we're finding, we're finding these balances. And, you know, as a producer, that's part of the reason I produce is because I think um, we need to create our own content. You know, um, no one can tell our stories better than we can tell our stories. And when I say our, I mean anyone's story. You know, it's not just a South Asian story, but, you know, the more, um, the more specific, you know, we are in our storytelling, I think the more universal we are and the more people we can reach. And so that's one of the main reasons I produce. But I'm very excited about the future. I'm excited to be a part of it still, you know, after so many years to have seen so many changes. And, um, you know, but we still have work to do. So those those things are happening at once. Absolutely. I, I think that not only should you be producing, but also maybe writing a lot of things. Have you thought Absolutely. about, you know, because that way you can get it out there how you want it portrayed. Absolutely. And I think there are actually, that is probably the next step for most people as they go into writing. And I do do some writing and I have a couple of writing projects coming up this year that I'm very, very excited about. And um, um, I can't really talk about them yet, but one of them in particular, I think, uh, I think uh, the audience that's listening to this will be very excited about. And, um, you know, I, I think that's right, you know, is, is, uh, is writing and for me producing is also, you know, it's just about having, you know, not waiting around for someone else to make decisions, to say, yeah, you'll be right for that. Or you. I made a film last year uh, in 2021 that um, I executive-produced I'm one of the executive producers, one of the producers on, and I star in, I play five different characters. Um, and it was about me not waiting around for someone else to say, yeah, I see you in that role. And I was like, no, I see myself in these roles. I, I know I can do this, you know. And so um, in an industry where, you know, there is a hierarchy and, you know, you, it's very easy to think that only people of a certain level or who have a certain agent or the certain whatever can can be creative and do and put things out into the world, you know, I think it's really important that everyone know, every artist knows, but it doesn't really matter. You know, if you have an idea and you have people around you who can help you uh, make that idea real, then there's no stopping you. There's really no limits. So I think that's the best thing about today is that there really are no limits. If you have a phone, you can make a movie, you know, and so, um, yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be an artist. Yes. It, yeah. And I know I've seen a lot of people do, you know, short films and things like that on their phones, and you would never believe that that's where that came from. Now, um, you currently have a recurring role on the iconic series NCIS LA for a second season, which is awesome. Would you share with us yeah. what's in store for your character and what you love about playing this character? I absolutely love playing Shyla. Um, she's a reserve agent. She uh, New Kilbride from back in D.C., and uh, the director uh, kept sending her to help him out there. And, you know, she is there often, and it's wonderful um, in L.A. And um, I'm not exactly sure where we're going with the character, but I know that I'm around still. So that's really fantastic. Um, it's an amazing cast, um, and it's one of the best jobs I've ever had I because everyone is just, not only top of their game, but just kind, like such a kind and generous group of people to work with. Um, I get to work with everyone, but I work the most with Gerald McCraney 
and he's a gem of a human being, and he and I have become very close friends, and um, it's a dream come true, getting to work with someone of his quality and character, and, um, you know, it's just it's fantastic. But, you know, Shyla's a badass, and she's smart, and she's funny, and she's self-deprecating, and, um, you know, in this season, we got to learn a little bit more of her backstory, and, um, and she gets along with everyone, you know, I mean... And she's uh, become a valued part of the team, and I guess we'll see where it goes from here. You know how much of a part of the team she'll become, but it's uh, it's been such fun um, playing her. And we have the uh, crossover event coming up, and uh, I'm just excited to be a part of it. Yeah, the crossover event definitely um, as exciting as NCIS is in general. Um, when Pam and I started seeing previews for the crossover event, we were like, you know, that is every NCIS fan's dream is to have, yeah. um, you know, that happen. Um, and I think fans, fans have really been clamoring for that for quite some time. So um, we're excited to see what's going to, how that's all going to evolve. And of course, with your character in the mix and, and how that will take shape. So we are, very very excited for the coming season and we know if it's anything like previous seasons it's going to be amazing so we're definitely looking forward to that yeah it's going to be a great crossover um you know obviously i'm in the um ncisla portion and just honored actually you know to have been included um and it's going to be fun you know it's it's uh you know, you're going to see some combinations of people working together that, you know, are new. And, um, and it's, uh, you know, I, I can't say too much, but, you know, uh, people go missing and, 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 you know, everyone's working together kind of to wrap up this whole, you know, three-episode arc, you know, what's going on um, with uh, all the NCISs. And um, it's a lot of fun. And it was a lot of fun to work with actors from some of the other episodes, some of the other uh, series. So, um, yeah, I was just really honored to even be included in it. It's fantastic. Yes, Pam and I like to say, we tell folks you're just going to have to watch to find out. <laughs> That's right. That's so, right. Exactly. Um, well, before we wrap up the interview, we always like to do a fun little five-question lightning round, and it's totally fun. Um, there are no hard questions and no wrong answers. Um, and we, we tend to do this during the holiday season, but this is, um, you know, brand-new effort for us. So we've kind of transitioned our questions from Christmas to now just general. Um, okay. But what is your current favorite song oh my gosh it's um the affirmation song by snoop dogg oh yeah <laughs> that's a great I one just made, i just made a video of my doing doing that and posted it yesterday i'm obsessed with I, I mean, if it's Snoop Dogg, you cannot go wrong, no matter what it is, you know. Everything he puts out is just timeless and classic. Um, all right, what is your favorite vacation spot? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, I love Paris, but I also love Joshua Tree. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday Oh my goodness. Um, uh, my favorite holiday is a holiday where everyone is with their families, so my daughter has to be with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Those it's are not the like best. A, you know, 
it's not the best ones, you know. It's like Christmas, everyone is with their families, so there's mm-hmm. no excuse. We have to all be together. Um, but, you know, I, don't, I guess I don't have a specific favorite, favorite holiday. I just, um, you know, anything that brings family together makes me happy. Yeah. All right. And do you prefer to cook or take out? Oh, gosh. I prefer someone else to cook for me, but if I had to choose between the two. No, it's true. It's funny. When I when I cook, I'm a good cook, um, but I don't particularly care for cooking. So when I'm in the mood, then I, I cook up a storm. And then mm-hmm. otherwise, I will just cook like the bare, bare minimum. Um, you know, uh, so it's a little bit of both. You know, it's like I try not to eat out too much. So I try to eat really healthy. But, um, yeah, gosh, I really just would love someone to always cook for me though (laughs) yeah (laughs) and last but not least would you prefer to read a book or watch a movie oh goodness oh it depends oh it it depends like if it's an autobiography then I actually I've actually gotten into listening to books and so I love listening to um people you know read the books that they've written um but you know, gosh, there's nothing like watching an amazing movie either. So I'm I'm split. I'm split on this. It really depends on my moment. I don't think I – gosh, I didn't realize I didn't have favorites about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've just gotten recently into audio books, and, and I absolutely love them. I listen to them while I walk, and um, I'm doing a lot more reading that way. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Same, same. So we want to thank you so much for joining us today. We had a wonderful time speaking with you and learning more about you, and we are so excited and looking forward to NCIS LA as well as your new projects when you're able to speak more about that. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm I'm very excited about the producing and writing and everything coming up for the new year, and I appreciate you guys having me on. You're very welcome, and Happy New Year to you and your family. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Tuning Into TV, where we feature interviews with actors from television and movies, both past and present. Be sure to follow us on social media at Tuning Into TV, and that's with the number two, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to also check out our website at TuningIntoTV.com. That's the number two, TuningIntoTV.com. And feel free to drop us a line with questions and comments at TuningIntoTV at gmail.com. Again, that's with the number two. And thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more to come.